Hi, it's Mark Sisson. Welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast, where we deliver a variety of fresh content to help you live awesome. Enjoy the show. Engage with us online at marksdailyapple.com and on social media, and send your questions to info at primalblueprint.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast. Today we have two fan favorites back and two of my favorite podcasters, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain of the Manifest It Now podcast. Cassie Parks is a seven plus times bestselling author on the topics of money, entrepreneurship, and lifestyle design. She helps people all over the world develop a better relationship with money and better financial habits. And bestselling author Ginny Gain is a great law of attraction expert for people who want more out of their life and are ready to realize their full potential and she teaches you LOA skills and guides you to purposely create a life you are wildly in love with. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank us. you so much, Al. It's so awesome to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. So many uh, great things going on in your life. I wanted to get into a couple of, touch on a few topics. I think people listening who are either new to Law of Attraction or interested in it might really benefit from these conversations. Before we do that, I do want to alert the audience that Ginny has been on the episode, uh, the the program before. It's episode 215, if you'd like to hear her previous episode. And Cassie has been on the uh, show twice before, and her episodes are 128 and 175. So I just wanted to alert the audience to that if you want to go back and hear some more after this. Um, First, I want to say both of you have had some really wonderful things you've manifested in your life so far. Ginny, go ahead and tell us about your recent love manifestation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is the most amazing thing. It's the thing I'm most excited about in life. And I was thinking about if I had to pick just one, I said it would be this uh, getting recently married about a few months ago back in June. And just the relationship that I have with my wife now is it continues to like amaze and inspire me every day. And it's just this dream come true that is so every day it's the same feeling of oh my gosh this this is actually a reality and it just keeps getting better and better because like you know when you think you're like oh I really want that thing that fairy tale love and there's so much of you that you know you you believe it's possible and then when it's here you're you're just like wow oh my god okay this, this is a reality and this so that is what I'm so so excited about that's my new my new love right now Amazing manifestation. And and Cassie, aside from love, you, you just, I, what I love is that before we did this podcast, you're like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'll be right there. I'm coming from my pool to the office. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I thought you would love that. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go inside where my microphone is quiet. Uh, yeah. So in addition to, um, love buying a new house, um, with my love, who's now my fiance as of yesterday. Oh my God. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. I know. I was like, is that going to come up with Al before or after? When am I going to tell her? Um, I was there. Ginny <laughs> <laughs> was there. Yeah. So I, just man, like it's, it's everything. And I find myself saying that every day, like I have, everything I've always wanted. And, um, you know, I have the relationship that I want, that I, that I, in a lot of ways, I, I wanted the relationship and it came with the bonus of who it's with and 
this amazing house that is literally, um, Jenny was just in it. Like it's so perfectly everything, every best part of every place I've lived. Cause I tend to move a lot, um, until now, uh, it's, it's here. It's all here. And this house is everything. It's so perfect. I love it. And it has a pool in the backyard, which is like icing on the cake. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, I wanted to ask, I'll ask you this both, but Ginny, as far as your, you know, impending engagement and and finding the love of your life, what were some things in the co-creating that you deliberately did? You know, I mean, obviously, you know, I've had Ariel Ford on the podcast. There's plenty of books out there about manifesting your soulmate, but I'd love to hear from you when you were like, you know what? I want this. I want permanent future partnership. What were the things that you actively and intentionally, you know, deliberately generated in order to bring that about? Well, it's interesting. I actually want to go a bit back before, because there was some, when I, I think back about this process too, for myself, so I can help my clients in terms of there was some major kind of shifts I had to make that I knew were a part of me getting closer to it. And I remember one of them, it was probably two years ago because I was someone who I I love to live for the moment. The idea of spending (laughs) my time with, with one person, I was like, no, that's not what I want, you know, and I was more scared of that. And so having the kind of fear or the doubt of, uh, long-term commitment or just that idea, I knew that I wasn't in alignment yet. So I didn't force anything and I knew it would come, but I do remember the time when I kind of said to myself, like, okay, I, oh, I do want this now. Like I've had enough experience and getting clear about what I wanted. And I, I made that shift kind of saying like, I'm ready, I'm ready for this. And then I I had a relationship at that time and, you know, part of me thought that was that, but it wasn't, you know, so Cassie and I did, did an episode a couple of weeks ago where we talked about getting, when you think you're ready, you know, and then, and so that was the part of that. I remember having that shift because there's a distinct like owning that you're ready for something. You feel the difference with it and you don't, there's a kind of of a piece that comes with that. You don't need to mm-hmm. go out and look for it or make anything happen. Then you're just like, okay, yeah, this is what I want. I feel awesome about this. And then in terms of the deliberate things, I would say the consistency of staying open, like con- consistently choosing to open my heart, no matter what comes up in life. And so that was with a, f- a few different relationships before I met Lisa. And and the practice of continually, and I, I'm using consistently a lot because it's so essential in these practices. It doesn't, this isn't just like you do it one time and it's gone or you're done. It's you're consistently um, tuning into that and redefining what you want as it changes. Uh, so that that part is the scripting of what that relationship felt like. And I wouldn't say it, it wasn't like a daily thing at all, but it was like, every so often consistently tuning into what that dream relationship was like and adding to it and then noticing when parts of those experiences showed up in my life. <laughs> Cassie and I always joke about this. <laughs> so before we had our people, we, you know, if we were hanging out doing a, 
<laughs> we would like bring each other coffee and be like, oh, here you go, honey. As Love like it. acting as if, you know, and that actually just happened the other day when I was visiting Cassie in Denver and it, we were joking about it because now we both have it, but that's, it's all a part of it. You know, it's not one thing. It's all of this whole encompassing of like being ready, being open and and consistently tuning into that feeling and the getting that clarity about what you want. That's awesome. And you know, I was funny because I was just running errands today and I went to a place where they have, you know, lots of places have them mugs with different sayings on them. And, you know, there's mm-hmm. some out there that are like, you know, bride or, you know, engaged or Mr. and Mrs. or Mrs. you know, mm-hmm. Mrs. just MRS <laughs> on it. And I thought, oh, that's, you know, that's kind of a nice little move to remind you of maybe getting into those spots. There's a few little like active things mm-hmm. you can do mm-hmm. buy a $5 mug to have your coffee out of every morning so that when you look at it, you can remind you of that. And I thought, I thought about, you on that. What about you, Cassie? What did you feel you needed to generate and how did you deliberately sort of intend like, okay, you know, I'm ready for this and I want a serious relationship. And, you know, how did you go about uh, vibing that? I've been ready and it's fun to have Jenny on a call when I'm talking about this. I've been ready for a long time. Like the other part, like the the other part, the co-creation, it just wasn't ready yet. And so you know, when I go way back, the things that are, you know, if I have to pick out three highlights, it's really letting go of how I thought it would look like letting go of somebody and be willing to ask for the relationship I wanted and see myself as worthy of that. Um, no matter what had happened in the past or what was to come. And really for me, that was about letting go, um, of who I thought it would be. And being open and saying, like, that person's not capable. Like, there's one hand what I want, and on this other hand is who this person is capable of being. And I have to let go of the person and go for the relationship that I want um, and hold that. And then uh, the second thing is really looking at um, at what I wanted and making sure I was the other half of that, making sure I was the person who could be in that relationship, you know, long because this this has been a journey. And so over, it has to be over 10 years ago. Um, I, I know for a fact it's over 10 years ago. You know, I did a workshop with a friend, a couple friends of mine, and, and I led them through this relationship workshop I created because we all wanted to sort of get over someone else and open to something else, open to something new. And on that vision board, like one of the first things was like, or one of the first things that popped out was supports my work. And I didn't have my business at that time. I was trying, I was sort of doing it, but that was the moment where I was like, I can't attract somebody who is supporting my business and my life's work if I'm not doing it. And that was really when I jumped in, oh man, jumped into, um, to going into my and building my business and creating the things that I wanted and, and the awesome stuff that I wanted and, and becoming the other half of who I, you know, the relationship that I wanted to be in, making sure I was becoming that person. Um, and then trusting when you're ready, like trusting the process. I was ready for a long time. And like Jenny said, there's this piece and I did have peace with that. Um, knowing that I was ready and just not looking for a reason that something is wrong and trying to go back and fix everything and really putting yourself in a, in a vibration, in a space of being that says like, I'm not ready, even though you're ready. (laughs) Yeah. And also too, I mean, on that same note, 
with being ready. And I, I loved your podcast about it the other day. Um, the whole notion of this happening in other areas of life, for example, holdups or delays and how it's so hard to accept that. I had a delay with a project and I was so ready to get it out there. Um, but the delay was forced and it was, I had a tough 24 hours of accepting the reality of that. Uh, I really did. I was, I was annoyed as F on this one. I was really like, come on, are you kidding me? And, uh, but I'll tell you this though, when I really looked at it, it was so for my benefit. There were things in there. It was tough. It was, but again, you know, this is part of also manifesting and co-creating is when these things happen, trying to realize that it's there for a reason and what things can I be alert to? Cause you'd be missing them. If I continue to be annoyed for 10 weeks, you know, I, 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 I just said, okay, hold on a minute. What are some positives about this? And they, they showed up. In fact, like, uh, you know, spoke to a friend was like, actually it's better. It got delayed because this, that, and the other. And I was like, Ooh, good point. Yeah. Damn. And so I realized that my initial annoyance on this delay, again, it wasn't ready. The universe was not ready for that. And it just showed itself once I got beyond you know, arguing with the reality of the delay. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, one of the things, so I love, uh, I love your podcast, Manifest It Now. I wanted to bring up a couple highlights from some past episodes that I think will really resonate with people. One is um, the one you did on how do you, you know, if you hate your job, right? There's a lot of people out there that are discontented in their situation and they're not happy with where they're at. And you guys touched on this and I'd love you to elaborate on this notion where, you know, people often misunderstand the law of attraction and feel that if they're starting to be grateful and appreciative of the current stuff, their current job or their current this, that they're sending a wrong message to the universe, the universe is going to get it wrong and give them more of that job and they don't want more (laughs) of that job. And this happens with a lot of things with manifesting, right? But I'd love you guys to touch touch on this notion there because I know a lot of people who are out there who want a new job or new career are too busy spending time in the negativity of their current situation and they actually need to move to the appreciation. Um, I'll go ahead and Ginny, if you wanted to start on this one. Yeah, sure. Uh, It's so true. That's actually one of the reasons why so many clients come to me is because they're in an uncomfortable situation at work. But this applies this concept of if I accept the reality that is, then that means I'm not going to get what I really want or like move forward. And that's like the opposite of what, of the actual Mm -hmm. truth, because when you think about vibration, so when you're pushing against something, so you're pushing against your job, you hate by saying, I don't like this. I don't like this. You're creating resistance. And in order for things to change, We need to release that resistance. And the way to do that is to say, this is okay. You know, this is, and one of my favorite things is this is okay for now because that element of acceptance and Cass and I talk about this so much is essential to move forward because when you're in that vibration and that feeling of acceptance, then you're open and then you're allowing. And then what is meant, the little, the steps, the inspirations, the thoughts that are meant to come to you, like uh, the universe showing its support to you, then you're in the vibration to receive them. You're in that like receiving mode. And if all you are focused upon is on what's going wrong, what you don't like, then you're blocking that guidance and you won't hear it. And eventually it will, you know, probably get worse enough that you (laughs) do give up and finally open and hear it. But it's so much easier when you 
you can choose to do this and you deliberately do this. And I think the more and more examples, we can like think of examples of this in our life of when when you finally did stop pushing or when you finally did make peace, whether it's like with your weight or with the job or with maybe you you aren't in the relationship you want to be in, when you make peace like with what is, there something good always comes after that. So even looking at our own lives, we can get evidence of that. I love that. Cassie, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, so I always, one of the, my go-to things to, to point out is it's always easier to manifest towards something instead of away from something. And often when it comes to jobs and, you know, it's, I don't like this. I went out, I need to manifest something different and it doesn't work. We need the thing to go towards. And appreciation, you know, what we love is what we want to be going towards. What we want more of is what we want to be going towards. And we will get more of what we're focused on. And so it's not that we're saying the universe, like the universe doesn't have like these specific, like, oh, they like this job. So I'm going to make them stay in this job. Right. (laughs) (laughs) The universe universe knows your (laughs) underlying vibration, right? Yeah. 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 And it's like, oh, they love the connection they have at their job. They're appreciating the money that's at their job. They have, you know, all these things. They're they're focused on their creativity. Let me give them more of that. And so naturally that evolves into, let me give them a different job that has more freedom and more connection and more money and um, more creativity instead of let me keep them stuck because they like it. So the universe is is just reflecting back what you have, which is why it's so important to turn to appreciation um, and gratitude and find the reasons that this space is awesome. Yeah. And even if it's that, it's just appreciation for having a job and an income, even, you know, even if it's just, there's nothing else about it you can find, there's something to find in there. You know, on that same note, I love the example you gave recently in a podcast about a client you had who needed to move quickly or sign a lease for another year. And they were in this desperation, right? Like, ah, we want to get out of here, but if we don't find a new place soon enough, damn it, we're going to have to sign a lease for another year. And I I love your take on that, your chat on that in the podcast about, again, that, that goes into acceptance. Can you kind of describe that scenario to us? Because I think that's a good one. I think a lot of us have been in situations like that. And then this sort of timeline fear, or, oh no, I have to be out of my place by the 30th kind of thing can really rack some desperation in your mind and throw you off course. Go ahead, Cass, if you want to explain that situation. Sure. Yeah. It was a a listener and it was like, you know, we, we haven't found a place to buy. We don't want to rent again. We don't want to sign a lease. We don't want all this thing. And, and again, all you said it right, Elle, it was all desperate. Like there is a timeline and I have to make it happen or else. And, um, this happens in a lot of different areas. It even happens with fun stuff. I have, uh, uh, clients, um, you know, where it happened with an RV and it was like, no, we want to take this RV to this specific place. So we have to have it by this date. Um, and so we had a lot of talks about letting that go and, um, really just, you know, being okay with that. And also understanding that we, there is no like panic moment until the clock is like done. 
Right. And there's no use in like, and so often we're like, oh my gosh, I only have two months and it takes all of these things. And, and, you know, it's going to take so much time to put all this in place. And those are all thoughts that don't support us in situations like that. Right. Understanding like magic can come together in days, literally hours, you know, um, which going back to the clients at the RV, it did happen. Like he pulled up to the house at the moment they needed to head out on the trip that they had wanted the RV for. And it's just such, um, we just put it, we don't realize all the thoughts that were going through our head and all the times and all the ways that we're saying this can't work out. And again, it goes back to our thoughts and our focus. And really it's the energy that, and you know, what are we putting out? What's the concentration of it? And when it's, oh my gosh, I'm up against this sled line and this is happening. We have to do this before this can't work out like this. All of that is energy and not moving towards what you want. All of that is energy and not, um, creating, you know, the new housing opportunity that you want because you're putting all of these, um, restrictions on it. And you're basically telling yourself over and over that it can't happen. You might be using different words, but you're basically saying it's not going to work out. And, uh, so one of the things and we talked a lot about in that episode and I'll let Jenny talk about some other things, but one of the, the things that we really talk about is to, to be open and to understand that all of those thoughts are creating again, these restrictions. And when you are open, like things move really fast when they are in alignment and there's, there's no timeline. I just love that line. If you guys are going to take anything away, things move really fast when you're in alignment. And it's true. It's 100% yeah. true. Yeah, and part uh, of that was, uh, and maybe Ginny, you can expand on this in the conversation, was you, know, you were trying to tell the listener, like, hey, w- the worst case scenario is that you have to sign another year lease, mm-hmm. right? Like, these are the options. You either get a new place or you don't. And to be okay with that, like we're talked about in the previous example, getting to be at peace with a potential worst case scenario. Can you touch mm-hmm. on that? Yeah, definitely. And I think that really helps with the this concept of releasing that resistance because the bottom line is you just like Cassie said when you're in alignment so in a very general sense when you're feeling open or allowing you are going your journey to your solution is going to be easier it's going to be faster and more enjoyable and so the journey to whatever answer it is whether they're going to you know, sign a new lease or not getting there the 2 months before there is going to be so much more enjoyable or the year before there, whatever this timeline is. And when you make peace with the worst scenario, <laughs> I have air quotes, mm-hmm. um, that's going to start that. It, it, it initiates that release of resistance. So then you have access to a different idea or inspiration or thought about it, feeling about it so that you can relax a little bit more and you can follow that path. Uh, I think one of, I want to acknowledge too, how you can get there through hard work and worrying and stressing and doing all these things. But when you become, you know, powerful at leveraging the law of attraction and understanding your vibration, you get to choose the easy way to do this or, you know, the easier way and understanding how powerful your vibration is in drawing in and lining up with the solution then you trust that enough. So you have this like willingness to say, okay, I do this with my clients all the time. Just let it go for like two days and then you can mm-hmm. go back to stress. <laughs> and usually like something will come in in that, though, that short time because it just, the universe just needs like a gap 
in order mm-hmm. to deliver you something to get you to the next place. I love that. Um, another thing I really love to remind myself and other people is, wow, how soon we forget to enjoy past manifestations. Yes. And this is this is tough because I mean we've all manifested so much in our life, but you know, I bet you we all of us right now could could think of like five things. We're like, you know what, I haven't thought about that in a while. Damn, that was a good one. <laughs> you know, or like mm-hmm. and yeah, but yet we're not in it right now because it didn't just happen. And so we forget and move on. And sometimes reliving those things I feel can reinstill faith. And we'll talk about that in a minute, losing faith and manifesting. But I would love to hear, you know, either personal experiences or some thoughts around that about you know, reliving and going back, how soon we forget and take things for granted. Yeah. And I think with anything, I think it's a habit, um, that we, you know, you either develop to, um, forget, or you develop that habit of like, enjoying, like going back and be like, yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. And, uh, this actually just happened. Uh, Jenny and Lisa were here and we were talking, my couch came up and I was like, oh yeah, I manifested that purple couch and it was this great way to remember that. Um, and so I think it just comes down if we're talking about how do people do it, it's really just reminding yourself, creating, you know, you can keep a journal of all the awesome things that you manifested and go look at that, like set a time once a month to go look at that because it's so important to remember what we have created. I found the the same kind of thing. Like it reminds me of when I was growing my business, like at the beginning mm-hmm. and how I was still learning to, to trust it and that things were working out. And because it starts small, that, that never seems like enough. And then you look back after a year and you're like, oh my gosh, that's like double that or, you know, 10 times that. And then, but because it's still kind of quote unquote seems small, you're always looking forward and looking back gives you that feeling of, oh yeah, I just had this, I just went through this with a client actually, she was talking about her growth in the business. And even though the numbers are small, it is double what it used to be. And focusing on that and feeling that is going to create the vibration, the alignment to draw in the greater success even faster. Um, But yeah, it's always one of my favorite things to go back and like list the successes because that's going to put you in such a perfect vibration to attract more. Absolutely. And and generating those feelings of what that was like at that moment too, again, is going to just generate more of that um, success in, in your future. I, I, I love talking about, I mean, you know, it's, I think all of us go through it at a certain time where no matter how much you've manifested and how skilled you are at it, you might have a moment where you lose faith in it. You know, maybe someone dies, maybe something just kind of puts you off kilter. Maybe you're watching too much news, you get into be a negative, you know, <laughs> negative mm-hmm. mind frame or something. And, and then you kind of got to sometimes start over. And I, I feel, at least in my opinion, I always, you know, try to bring people back to the basics where you start with something small. I don't know what your opinions are on that as well. But when you've lost faith in it, um, and you've gotten off course, um, maybe it's best to start at the basics instead of start with something large. What are your thoughts on that? Go ahead, Cass. Oh, I went first twice. I was going to let you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if I was going to start, I would, I I don't know if Cass and I directly talked about it on the show, but I don't really feel like you can lose faith. So I feel like faith 
is either there, like once it's there, it's there. It's this like underlying belief. And because Mm. how I define faith, faith is you believe it even when the world or evidence isn't showing you that. So it's beyond what you can see here, taste, touch, and smell. And so that in my personal experience, my faith doesn't go anywhere. Now things might not be working out as the way I thought they should be. And I might say, I might question for a second that if they're working out, but that's more of like a thought, but underlying when I, it's always, always there. I can always tune into, oh, I know I'm supported. I know everything's working out. And so it's almost just for me, a switch in focus of like what Mm. I'm tuning into. What would you say, Cass? Yeah, I would say that. Like for me, I've gotten to the place and um, I think we might vary on this a little bit. I've definitely got, I've always believed it. I just didn't always see it working, right? That it's there, that, um, and I'm at the place now where very consciously, like I, I know that and I have a lot of examples to remind myself of. I think what happens is what I've seen with my clients is that people don't get, or before they come to me, you know, they'll tell me like, I'd start and I'd do it and I wouldn't see results. And then I, you know, I'd give up or I'd do this. And so I think part of it is just, it's, it is good to come back to basics. If you find yourself in a place of questioning, right. Even Jenny just mentioned like, where's my focus? What's my thought. Right. And so it is coming back to basics. And I think, um, one of the things that can keep us from from sort of having that back and forth is, is just developing that habit of remembering and like, you know, keeping track of what works and reminding ourselves of what works, um, even in the beginning. Cause that is one of the biggest things that clients have told me, like I would lose faith and then I, you know, I'd fall off and then I'd get frustrated in my life and I'd go back to it and I'd try it again and I'd put all this energy in, but I wouldn't see any results. They often, they were getting results. They just probably didn't see them. They weren't tuned into them. They didn't know how to look at them or count evidence. Um, they were just looking for the big thing. Yeah. yeah and you exactly. know, I, I love this. A small thing happened to me uh, earlier this year that sometimes the small manifestations that, again, the ones that you're so least resistant to, right, that show up and they're, they're tiny ones seemingly in the grand scheme, but those I find sometimes so inspiring. And I was in go, go, go mode doing some talks and uh, traveling and things like that. And anyway, long story short, when I opened the door to my house, sometimes like regular just flies will come in. And I remember being like, you know what, I got to get a fly swatter. Okay, like I was like, you know, I'm gonna go. And I had they like fly swatters or what a dollar? They're like, you know, they're, they're so cheap. There's no resistance. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll have to remember to go to the do-it-yourself center and get a fly swatter. I definitely need one. Then I go off and I travel to speak and I, I go to Paleo FX and we walk in and in the goodie bag for everybody, there's oh a damn God. fly swatter. You guys, I've used it like a hundred <laughs> times amazing. already. And I loved it. I mean, I was like so much more excited about this two cent yes. fly swatter, you know, and, and, but again, if I weren't in tuned with this stuff we're talking about, I wouldn't have seen that. And that to me, like I got goosebumps on that. That yeah. was just like, are you kidding me? I was just like, what are the odds of all the things I've been to Paleo FX before, they didn't have a fly swatter in their last bag from the, <laughs> the previous. <laughs> and so what a funny. random thing to put into someone's, you know, it's just like, but so sometimes those small little things, you, you, make sure you don't completely discount those. Those are, that's the magic showing up. Those are not, 
Yeah, those are the big things. Right. That happened actually a couple of weeks ago. I talked of saying on Manifest It Now how Lisa was away in Arizona on a trip and I had a thought. I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be nice to get a mug from Arizona? Literally like the next day, she's surprised. She's like, oh, I brought you this. And it was a mug. And I'm like, oh my God, did I tell you this? And she's like, no. And it, and it was so much more exciting because I was aware of the process of how it got to me, you know? Mm-hmm. So fun. I love that stuff. Um, let's talk about some oh, of the can mis- I say yeah, yeah, one please. more thing? Okay. So when we're talking about the faith in manifesting too, I think sometimes when we're like, I don't believe in it, you know, this thing, this whatever manifesting is. And it might be partly in because like if we are not seeing the physical evidence that this thing in life is working, then that's going to happen kind of, you know, make us not think it's real. But when we maybe take a general, a more general perspective and like faith in goodness or faith that life is good or faith that there's goodness within me or that I'm okay, like making whatever it is we're thinking about more general and not so specific and focused on like only external results we're going to, it's going to be easier for us to tap into this belief that like we can have everything we want. I love that. As we start to develop that faith and it gets stronger. Yeah. Do you have anything to add, Cassie? Yeah, that was great. So I, I, I have a couple of times been in a situation and I know you both have as well, where other people out there, whether it's like a list of how do you launch a book or how do you do that? And then you have a hundred different suggestions coming your way of actions to take, right? Like this is what you have to do. Yeah, this is what you have to do. This is what you have to do. And I remember when I published my first book, I had a bunch of people around me that were like, you've got to do it this way. You've got to make sure. And I remember being like, yeah, that doesn't it doesn't feel right to me. I, and I told one friend, I go, you know what? I'm going to use law of attraction marketing on this one. <laughs> like, I'm going to, I'm going to just do that. And I did. Now I did take inspired action, but it really, really worked out. And then again, kind of got into the details of action again on a second one and thought, hold on a minute. Wait, the last time I did this, I just used the law of attraction and, and the inspired action followed. And it turns out I didn't need to do any of those things. There are other ways. And the ways that people do things, right? Like I've heard even um, so a couple of people have been like, well, you know what? It's really hard to get a publisher because first you have to get an agent and then you have to. And I was like, well, but that's not my experience. My experience <laughs> is that I went direct to the publisher or you can publish on Amazon. So I know a lot of people get this and then they want to take action from there. But if it's not inspired, it's not right. And so I'd love to just kind of talk about, you know, that the the whole like out there in the ether or experts in a thing where they're like, you have to do it this way. This is the way it's always been done. And we we can fall prey to that. You, you We all know better on this call that that's not valid, that our own way is more valid. So I'd love you guys to touch on that. Um, maybe Cassie, you can go first. Yeah. Anytime we're following, and I did it, like I tried because I didn't, I didn't necessarily know another way or I didn't even put together sort of, I could, um, I was doing LOA, what I call wrong, right? I was working really hard, but like trying to manifest, but it was through a lot of actions. And there's a lot of things out there that tell you like, you have to do this and you have to do all this stuff and you have to, and 
if it doesn't feel good, it's not going to, that's not true. You can work really hard. It never worked for me. Working really hard never worked for me. Like, so I even have a hard time saying like hard work will get you there in certain things, but I think it does. Like you can, you can do it. You can do enough follow-ups. You can do all this, but, um, when it's inspired and it comes from a place of trust that I'm going to get there, right. Which I think there are steps that enable that, um, support people in being able to let go and follow inspired action. And for, for me, one of them, I teach is having that vision and just being so solid that I'm going to get there. When you have that inspired action is just like, it's so easy. Like it's, it just makes life so much easier, like working that way versus like, you know, trying to crank stuff out and be really hard and be really diligent and, um, you know, follow up. Cause that's what you have to do. Like it just, um, I don't know. It's just so much easier. I don't know if I was supposed to tell people how to do it, but I just, I just want to <laughs> say, like, I just want to convince you first that, I've done it both ways and it is so much easier to just Mm -hmm. follow inspiration and you get to enjoy your life more because you're not trying to check all these boxes off or you're not taking on all these other people like, oh, it's not going to work if you do that. You're not, you're not fighting against things when you Mm -hmm. follow inspired action. Love it. Jenny? I feel like we could talk about this all day. I know. So many juicy things. (laughs) Yeah, no, let's do it because it's, it's really important because I think people, Again, they're trying to make a manifestation happen versus mm-hmm. feeling the feelings of and allowing to see what comes after and comes in. And if you're so attached to this list and these boxes, you're missing the unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is the it this is one of the things I'm like most passionate about is people living their authentic purpose and following their path. And in order to every single person's path on this entire planet is different. And it's not to say it doesn't have similar elements of what other people are doing, but we are not traditionally taught to tune into our own guidance and it is the most important thing in the world because it's the it's specifically designed for you. And it's, so that's, what's going to show you your path. And I think bringing into the, the idea of inspired action of like, Hey, all these people out there have done this this way and it's worked for them. And so of course they're going to teach it because it's worked for them. But we assign so much meaning to action, to results coming from action and what's underneath the action is actually the vibration. Mm -hmm. So when a process works for someone, it's because they believed it would. And so they got results. But all we look at and all we traditionally, not me and Cassie, teach (laughs) is the actions. And so they say, do these, take these steps. But if you take those steps without the belief, without the vibrational alignment first, you're not going to get the same results. So going, yeah, going back, going to the, the first, it's always the, find the vibrational alignment first, find the belief in whatever action you're going to take and then follow that path. And then when you have that, that's when it's easy. You know, that's when things fall into place, not when you're trying to force things. Yeah. I love that. Let's talk about some other, whether it's come up recently in clients or conversations between you two, some other nuanced pitfalls other than being, you know, attached to like the how and what we're talking Mm. about with like, okay, I'm going to, what are some other things that have come up that might be subtle for people to think about? Oh, um, so the how is a big one that we've, we've touched all of what we're talking about. Like when we're, 
uh, focused a lot today is on the how, but we haven't specifically, you know, spoke to it. it. Yeah. Titled it that. Yeah. (laughs) But coming up with the how and, um, just really trying to, so I think one of the big things that came up, Jenny and I just had an event and one of the big things that came up was sort of try the how and the what. Mm-hmm. So we talk, um, we talked a lot about, um, we talked about this on a podcast is like, you know, people want to know how, and so you tell them how, but they're like, what do I need to do? And then like, but how do I do it? And then what do I need to do? And then how do I do it? Um, instead of just going and doing it, whatever mm-hmm. it is in whatever way, you know, how, right. So if I tell you just, well, like have more positive thoughts about that person, like, the, the loop is like, okay, well, what do I think, you know, and then just think they're awesome. But how do I do that? Right. How do I do that? If, and then there's usually like a reason why Mm -hmm. they think they can't versus just like, well, they're just thinking a positive thought. Well, they were, they were awesome yesterday when they did such and such, or I think they're really good at this or like, you don't have to know exactly what, you know, the perfect positive thought is to think about someone. You just, do it. And from there you grow, but so many people are getting stuck in the how, then the what, then the how, then the what, and they never, they never do anything. And what it actually does. Oh, you cut out there, Cass. Hello. Oh, we can hear you. Oh, okay. I can hear, hey, Cassie, I can hear Elle. Just Cassie, still. Oh, Hey Cassie, you cut oh. out there for a second. Could you oh. repeat that? And I'll mark it for the editor. Yes. Uh, where did I cut out? Oh, um, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, I could just jump in and we can trust that it'll yeah. come together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so many people get caught, you know, instead of just going and having a positive thought about someone, anything that you can think of, right? Just one positive dose to give them and one positive thing to think they just get caught in this how and this what and this how and this what and what you're actually doing is saying like I don't know how to do it I don't know what to do it I don't know how to do it and that's that's where you're at that's where your focus is and that's what you're going to get more of in your life versus if you just go do it um and just ha- try and have one thought like you're moving yourself much more forward much faster than trying to get it right or trying to figure it out. Yeah. I think our brains and even our schooling, it it trains our minds to analyze. And so we when we approach manifesting that way, it really spins us because so much of manifesting is about being present with life and with what's in front of you. And the more time we spend in our head thinking about things, then it takes us away from that present moment of feeling where we're at and the vibration we're kind of emitting out to the universe. So hows, how questions, how am I going to do this? What's the best way to do this is so distracting to actually like being in the moment, hearing that intuition, getting the power, like the guidance that you have coming from the universe. And Kaz and I just talked about this last week, actually, on our podcast about how perfection gets in the way, because Mm -hmm. that's where so much of our analyzing comes from, is this need to get it right or get it perfect. And instead of getting it right, like instead of getting the perfect affirmation or the perfect ideal, you can take a step forward. You can get more clarity by practicing it, by just practicing that affirmation, see how it feels, and then you make adjustments. It's like 
it's so much, you, you grow so much quicker that way with all the, to do it and then reflect and, and see how that, how you get the clarity from that experience. Cause that's how we learn through our experience. You know, you talked about vibrational alignment and I guess on that note, I love, um, I know you guys are also a fan of Abraham Hicks and stuff, but one from a Well, long... I am. Cassie, not so much. <laughs> okay. Well, well, you are. Well, one of the things that I'm, I'm a really fan of, the, a big fan of the Seth material, which, you know, kind of prompted Jerry and Esther to, to, to go on their path too. And they love that material, but it's all really the same. But one of the things I love that uh, Abraham said at one point was, if you have to go to the beach every day to mm-hmm. get into alignment and feel the feelings, then that's the work. Then that's what you have to mm-hmm. do. And a lot of people think that that's a waste of time. They're like, that's pretending. What's that going to do? That's BS. Mm-hmm. No, that is kind of the how and the what. And if you can just get back to that, right? Like, what's your end result? Okay, a new job where you work 20 hours a week. Great. Sit there, chill out and imagine the feelings. And like, what are you going to do for that other 20 hours that you're not working? You know, or like, what, are you going to run errands? Are you going to like, what's that time? going to be spent on anything that generates the feelings of what it's going to be like when you're there. And people are resistant to that because like you said, we we have analytical minds that are like, do that, do that. Two plus two equals four. Yeah, and it goes opposite to what right. like the world tells you is right. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And I I keep imparting, I'm like, you know, when even if I'm off track, I mean I'm like, I'm like right to the beach to my LOA beach. And I'm like, you know, and then like something, you know, happens within two hours mm-hmm. uh from there because I have really just sat there and and sometimes it takes five minutes. So mm-hmm. a lot of the times it's it's tough to convince people like that's kind of the how and the what, if you're going to do anything, that's the most powerful. I'd love to hear your thoughts about that. Because people think like, again, oh, that's BS. That's magic fairy talk. That's just, you know, how am I going to just sit there? But that's the work, isn't it? That's what manifesting is. Totally. And that goes back to exactly what we were just talking about is you learn through experience. So go ahead and question it all you want or go and try it and learn for yourself. And I think the other part to this is it, when you go and deliberately activate these feelings, go to the beach and and start to feel free and relax. It's your responsibility to pay attention to what comes in when you're there, you know, but the, you can, you can't miss it. Like the universe will never stop delivering you enough guidance, enough support evidence to get you where you want to go. So knowing that as well. What do you think, Cass? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's in the beginning, it's, um, it's tough for some people to believe that this is it, right? Like if this is your feel good place, go to the beach, like absolutely. And this gets you in that space or you feel good and you feel free or you feel happy, like is what you're going to feel when you have X, Y, Z. Um, it's hard in the beginning. And what I will say is that it's, it's also hard sometimes in the middle. Um, when, when this has come up with my clients a lot recently in the last couple of weeks, this has been a, a big topic of conversation where it's like, Oh, my life, like I've created the life I wanted. It's so easy, but like now I feel like I'm not doing enough. Yeah, exactly. Ah, yeah. <laughs> when you start yeah. manifesting with this and life is so easy, then you you're like, wait, I'm not doing enough. I should be doing more. <laughs> yeah. Am I, am I going to miss it? Cause I'm not doing more. And right. so, yeah, this is a, it's a constant evolution of even this same thing is like, nope do what you, you know, do what you'll be doing when you have that. Or, you know, I was, what, what's your future self doing and why are they doing it? Right. And it's just another way of like, go find the feel good. And, um, 
that is the work. It is the work to find the ways to enjoy your life right now. Like that is the most powerful work, whether you want to attract something or not, like finding the way to enjoy your life right now, the most in this moment, whether you want to call it law of attraction or whatever is the most powerful thing that you can ever do. I love it. So amazing. I, uh, in, in sort of wrapping up, I want to talk about a few things, ways for people to connect with you aside from manifest it now podcast, which once a week is just everybody out there. If you want to start generating positive vibes, you've heard these ladies mm-hmm. get on that podcast. It's amazing. Um, it's one of my favorites and also you have some live events. So tell us a little bit about those. And then of course, you know, ways that we can coach and connect with you. Well, we just decided (laughs) we're going to have our annual manifest it now live. And as we be the example of what we teach, it's going to come on inspiration. We're going to give you a little bit of notice, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Oh yeah. So those events are really where if you're like, Oh, this is interesting. Like I want to be L asking the questions. Cause I'd like to hear them talk about this or that. That is what that experience is. It's bringing your own, um, your own questions, your own personalized questions or your own general questions. And, um, we sit around in a room and you get to ask them and you get to t- ask us to go deeper or tell us more. And you get coaching in the middle of that. Um, if, if coaching is necessary for the answer and then opportunity to hang out with us at a VIP dinner where you get to experience what it feels like to just be in the space of possibility, you know, to be with your girlfriends at a table or, and men are welcome as well, but, Mm -hmm. um, be at a table where it's just all about possibility. Like that's the conversation. And, and you get to also ask us, you know, personal stories like, Hey, you talked about this, but will you like, tell me the whole story and yeah, all what's the steps? dirt? What's the yeah. actual thing behind that? <laughs> yeah. You get, you get the juicy stuff when you're in person. Yeah. 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 And what's yeah. the website for that? Is it manifest at uh, now live.com? Yes. So, um, if there's a new, you just kind of have to check that out every once in a while. Um, because, we'll put up the date as when we're inspired. Like last time the date just sort of popped up and then we shared it a couple months in advance. And that's, that's pretty much how it's going to be for the foreseeable future anyway. Mm-hmm. Great. And then yeah. also the, both of you coach other people in a, a variety of capacities. We Ginny, like to do that once in a while. Yeah. Ginny, <laughs> yeah. tell us about how uh, we can benefit from you. And of course we will put all the notes to connect with both of you in the show notes, but it's ginnygain.com and cassieparks.com. Um, Ginny, tell us uh, what we can find on your site and how we can start to, you know, utilize your knowledge and coaching for our benefit. Yes, absolutely. Um, so one of the most powerful ways I work with people and usually the first way is through LOA skills camp and it's an eight week course and it's for people who understand the knowledge and have yet to like really apply it and get it in their life. So if you're wanting to feel that like empowerment of like, okay, yeah, I get this. I can totally do this and move forward with this. And kind of a lot of people come to me when they've manifested small things and they're like, I want the big stuff because all of my coaching and what I'm so passionate about is you understanding your power and then creating a life that's authentically yours. Like that's in alignment with your purpose. So you wake up like excited and in love with your life that you literally have conversations with your friends and you're like, yeah, I love my life. Like, yeah, I'm living my dream life. And so that's what I'm so excited about. And, um, if you, there's also, I have a, an action plan if you want to get started on stuff today to help 
find that alignment for yourself and that you can find that at LOAactionplan.com. That's great. Thanks, Phil. What about you, Cassie? Yeah. So you can find me at CassieParks.com. I coach through um, a group called the Enchanted Circle. It's my group. It's uh, where we connect and I utilize the power of a group because there's nothing more powerful than someone seeing you in your purest, happiest, most successful form. And so we leverage everyone else to help see that vision for you as you get coached along the process. And it's step-by-step daily assignments to help you create the life that you've always dreamed of, but maybe we're afraid to admit that you wanted. And uh, if you want to just get started with understanding how money's playing out in your life, you can go to... um, identifyyourmoneystory.com and just start there. Cause that's what I, I teach people how to write more powerful money stories and, uh, knowing what you have by default is a great way to start awareness so that you can start to change your thoughts about that. You know, uh, on an ending note, I want to make a comment and highlight something you just said about how people are kind of afraid sometimes to admit that they want something. Mm-hmm. I had this myself many years ago when I wanted to do sketch comedy. And it was just sort of like an embarrassing, weird thing about like being a performer. Mm-hmm. And my, you know, all of this stuff. And I was uh, kind of embarrassed to admit that I wanted mm-hmm. to do this. You know, I was, I was coming from the corporate world. It was like kind of weird to just tell people like, I want to be an actor now or whatever. Mm-hmm. But thank God I did because, well, I am still doing it. But it really led me down a road that got me here where mm-hmm. I am now. Oh my gosh, I got goosebumps. Yeah, it's like it, so it's, a part of it. It's so true. And so I'm so glad. And by the way, when you pursue sketch comedy, there's no money in that. Like you go, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're buying your own costumes at Goodwill and no one's paying you to perform. You know, you're, you're at a comedy theater and this is what you're doing. This is for the pleasure of doing it. But down that road led to so many things that led me to really be a book writer and also the ability to uh, you know, have a voice here on a podcast, etc. So I was so embarrassed of it for 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 several years until sort of life circumstances forced me into choosing, um, you know, a path of using my voice and discovering these things. And so I, I just love that you said that, because I know there's a lot of people out there that are afraid to admit to their family, friends or other people that they want to be an artist or a singer, or it doesn't matter what it is, it could be like a welder, it doesn't matter, it doesn't have to be even a creative profession necessarily. And I love that that the space you're opening up for people because it's so important to look, Hey, get, get on it now. You're going to regret it later. So, you know, start now trying to move forward, being okay with whatever that goal is. Right. Yes. You can have it. It's all possible. Totally possible. Well, thank you so much again, super favorites of mine and Manifest It Now is the podcast. And of course, we will put both of their websites in the show notes to connect with them. Thank you so much. Is there anything else either of you would like to leave our audience with? You're our favorite, Al. Yeah, thank you. It's such a joy to get to hang out with you. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see everyone next week. Hi, Brad Kearns here with something different than a stiff commercial script message. I want to give you an authentic endorsement for one of my favorite supplements of all time. It's called Adaptogenic Calm. used to be called Primal Calm, and the key ingredient in this formula is called Phosphatidylserine, or PS. And this agent has been shown in hundreds of studies to blunt the catabolic effects of the stress hormone cortisol in the bloodstream that's released in response to all forms of life stress. 
whether it's a series of difficult workouts, extensive jet travel, personal stress of any kind, we're constantly triggering the fight or flight mode in modern life. And when people say, hey, you should take a chill pill, this really is a chill pill. Because when you consume an appropriate amount of phosphatidylserine and the other supportive ingredients that have been known to have a calming effect on the central nervous system, things like magnesium, L-theanine, magnolia bark, and rhodiola, you will get a calming effect. It's not like a stimulant product that makes you feel more energy and have a better workout but instead this sort of takes the edge off of that stress buzz where you feel that foggy brain function maybe a little shaky and finally fried at the end of a busy stressful day this stuff will help you clear your bloodstream from those catabolic stress hormones before they can do the damage so i like to take significant quantities of it in and around stressful events such as jet travel or in those heavy training cycles when you're really pushing your body and trying so hard not to fall into that overtraining, overstress, foggy brain function spiral downward. That's right, phosphatidylserine has also been shown to enhance cognitive function. It's commonly used in Europe on cognitive decline patients, and you can make that connection. 